This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the hogs. I am not convinced that a hog report with a survey taken in late May can tell us everything that we need to know, but it was not friendly. 105.2% was at the top end of the range of trade estimates for all pigs. Market hogs of 106% was slightly above the high-end estimate. Same with the 99% breeding herd. There was still momentum behind the hog expansion. The weight breakdown under 50 pounds, 100%. 50 to 119 pounds at 103%. 120 to 179 pounds, 112%. And 180 plus pounds, 113% is ugly. It looks like slowing gains instead of euthanizing hogs push some hogs back away category. It says that there's a huge backlog of hogs that will last months. The market will determine if more hogs are euthanized. This will push the backlog of hogs into what is seasonally shorter summer numbers. That seasonal has been completely distorted by COVID-19 and there may be lows in August instead of highs. A lot has happened with many new hard decisions that will have to be made. Losses can be extreme and protracted. More sow liquidation is pretty much assured. They need to trim pig numbers of anything that doesn't look efficient down the entire production chain. On the cattle, the retail beef trade is still dysfunctional. Packers can set the price that they'll pay for cattle if they've lost the leverage that they had had in the product market. Beef prices have to go low enough to recover wholesale and retail interest. Hasn't happened yet. The $450 cutout destroyed demand that now has to be resuscitated. Just because beef prices have gotten back to where they were doesn't mean that is cheap enough to buy back lost demand. Consumers have not yet got the benefit of a lower wholesale beef prices. It all has to reconnect from the massive disruption. Unfortunately, the disruption is not over. The June hog report was bearish enough to be bearish for cattle too. Pork was cheap and plentiful and will stay that way. The limited market access for meat proteins is like trying to squeeze an oversized Mack truck into a minivan parking place. The parking lot will never be the same. The COVID-19 pandemic and social unrest in the streets is starting to feel like the rapture here in the U.S. And as bad as it is here, it will leave an even larger path of death and economic destruction in the southern hemisphere countries, which have fewer resources than we have. We also have a 5,000-mile-long African dust storm originating in the Saharan Desert, crossing the Mid-Atlantic, darkening skies in the southern U.S. Add to that a plague of locusts in South America, swarming northward from Argentina. Similar swarms of locusts have been ravaging fields in Pakistan and in East Africa, where the swarms were the size of cities. It's all starting to look a little too biblical. On the grains, there's nothing threatening in the four other forecasts into July. In fact, some areas that need rain are forecast to get it. Crop development has been accelerated here with both during degree days and enough moisture. Pictures of crops this 4th of July should contrast remarkably better than a year ago. They are on a path for above trend line yields through June. It is the best looking crop of soybeans that I've ever seen. Both corn and soybean charts have again rolled over with the corn leading the way down. Cash corn is back under $3 a bushel at the local elevator. What has been noteworthy is lagging corn sales overall. It is harvest in South America and they've had the price advantage despite the poor Chicago border trade corn price here. It's always frustrating to have cheap corn and be told that the competition is cheaper still. 
USDA should reduce corn exports in the subsequent July supply-demand report. Some still hold out hope that China will come for corn here to comply with Phase 1. They currently would have to pay more for our corn than they would pay elsewhere. And to this point, they have not done things like that. As noted, they should also reduce consumption for the ethanol crush. Ethanol prices have sagged again, giving 5.2% more hogs and heavy market weights of livestock. At least feed consumption should remain elevated for the last quarter. Going forward, however, even feed demand should moderate as these industries are unprofitable and need to trim production. No one feeding this cheap corn is making any money from it. Next Tuesday, USDA delivers both the June quarterly stocks and planted acreage reports. The trade is looking for June corn stocks at 4.951 billion bushels, which compares to 5.202 billion last year. The trade is looking for 95.2 million acres of corn, off from 97 in the planting intentions report. 95.2 million corn acres would be plenty given current yield prospects. You'll be listening to the Comstock report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.